1: Okay, we are still we're still on board the bandwagon, right, Larry Morgan? We're we're still here. (laughs) I am. I (laughs) am assuming you are, Kevin. I
0: mean, we're here, aren't we? We showed up for this. We're showing up. It's Uh, like you know those players. Yeah. Despite the record, they have to show up. They have to practice. They have to get on the bus or the plane. They have to go to the game, and they have to still put in the effort.
1: So so they're not
0: giving up. I mean, sure. They're in many cases multimillionaires, and uh, you know they're getting paid. And they're not going to get paid if they don't show up. And <laughs> yeah. we're getting paid nothing uh, so far, zero. I mean, we might actually owe the company money once this podcast is done. Exactly. The yeah. point is, we are still here. Kevin, yeah, we're, we're we still showed up.
1: we're still here despite. It's funny you mentioned that the players still have to show up. I'm seeing it sounds like Aaron Donald is not playing on Sunday because of an injury, and they're thinking about shutting him down and Cooper Cup oh. down and Matthew's, and they're still going to make money even if they don't play. Um, I, I we're still showing up despite the fact that I just saw a headline that said free tickets to Rams Broncos for Christmas Day? Question mark. Because NBC is afraid that the stadium is going to be so empty because the Rams don't get fans as it is, and the, and Broncos, the Broncos are a total suck! bust. <laughs> yes, yeah. Russell Wilson it turns out did not work out so well. So they're talking about um, trying to get season ticket holders who maybe have tickets that aren't going to use or aren't going to friends or aren't aren't reselling them to give them to charities. So that uh, so I mean it does good because then then potentially children and or people in need. Can go to this game, but it uh, it doesn't bode well for your franchise when <laughs> when uh, tickets for free are something that is being considered. So it was
0: already hard enough to get Rams fans in for Rams games when the Rams were doing well. So. Exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: Oh, my. Well, yeah. yeah. Look, uh, Kevin, uh, we have talked about this now for a couple of weeks, and we are here on the bandwagon. Thank you for joining us uh, yeah. on this podcast. We we have jumped on the bandwagon since the Rams returned to Los Angeles 2016. We have gone through good times and bad times. We've gone through a championship season just last season to whatever this is right now. But I, I think I touched on something last uh, episode, Kevin, that really seemed to spark with you. And I think uh, for those who are just really sitting there, you know, licking their wounds and having trouble staying positive and, uh, you know, n- not reveling in the fact that we did win a championship and what does this mean for the future of the franchise? I, If you remember, I touched on something last week that might have given us some hope and i want to continue with that today in fact i'm even thinking of pitching this concept you know to the the folks at nfl films you know because oh. I, I love those uh, those um, I, I mean would you mind if i shared with you and our audience right now a, a little bit kind of a sizzle reel from okay. uh, this upcoming uh, NFL documentary I'm pitching.
1: Oh, kind of like a, yeah, practice pitch to us, yeah.
0: Yeah, would Yeah, let's mind? do it, okay. yeah, please. I mean, it's a little off the top here, but yes, I, I basically we call this the worst NFL teams of all time. <laughs> and Just imagine the, you know, classic footage. That's it. You know, you get to go back and say, the worst teams. <laughs> do you think your Los Angeles Rams in 2022 are the worst players you've ever seen? Oh. Well, not quite. You know, this music, I don't know if this music in that announcer uh, quite works for this. Let me try something else. Okay. Uh, here we go. Hey. The worst NFL teams of all time. Yes. How about the 1986 Tampa Bay Buccaneers? The Buccaneers started out 2-7 and seven with two overtime losses and three other losses decided by fewer than 14 points and then proceeded to lose five straight games by 20-plus points. Steve DeBerg. Remember him? Nobody does. He started at quarterback for the first two games of the season, threw seven interceptions in the opener, and was replaced by a guy named Steve Young. Yes, Steve Young in week three. To make matters from bad to worse, though, in the offseason, they traded that said Steve Young to San Francisco and took Vinny Testaverdi, number oh. one overall in the draft. Ouch. Uh, we all know how that turned out. It was another decade before the Bucks would have a winning season. Well, what about those 2017 Cleveland Browns? Not that long ago, was it? 0-16, oh, that's not good. No. And despite the 1-15 record the year before, they still didn't fire coach Hugh Jackson until eight games into the following season, and then started improving immediately. With 41 turnovers committed, the 2017 Browns tied for the worst turnover margin since the AFL-NFL merger in 1970. We salute you, 2017 Cleveland Browns. (laughs) What about those 1991 Indianapolis Colts? Oh, boy. P.U. Despite boasting a Hall of Fame running back in Eric Dickerson and a quarterback who was taken number one overall in 1990, Jeff George, This offense was all sorts of stinky. The Colts averaged only 234.3 yards and 8.9 points per game and limped to a paltry 1-15 in record. See ya, 91 Indianapolis Colts. Your 2022 Indianapolis Colts are right on your heels. (laughs) And what about the 2009 St. Louis Rams? I mentioned them last week, but let's go more in-depth, shall we? They averaged fewer than 280 yards and 11 points per game. They committed almost twice as many turnovers, 33, as they scored touchdowns, 17. And this was merely the lowest point in a truly hopeless half decade. The Rams went 13 years between winning records, and they suffered at least 13 losses in four out of five years from 2007 to 2011. So it puts things in perspective, doesn't it? Sure that does. we know our current Los Angeles Rams of twenty twenty-two are
1: not one of the worst NFL teams ever. Yay! That's my that's my pitch. You know what, Larry? You you had me worry you you were worried that this was gonna be a kind of a downer segment. I am uplifted not only from the music and your wonderful tone of voice, <laughs> but Good. Man, I sure do feel a lot better about this year's Rams. Uh, That's what I'm saying. What do we have? We already have three wins. I'm feeling very good about three wins right now, I'll tell you that much.
0: Yeah, I, 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 when you really compare it to some of the just and and I did, I was only scratching the surface. I could have gone on for another. I mean, the documentary is going to be a a, a five part <laughs> seven hour miniseries, a la Ken Burns. There are so many bad teams over the years. I didn't even get back into the '30s and '40s <laughs> where teams were like they were running around uh, on the wrong side of the end zone and oh, you know. No. Uh, yeah. So one guy lost his head. I mean, it was just it's terrible. So, uh, yeah, um, I think we're doing OK, Kevin. I guess it's all about perspective. And that's why we are the perennial Pollyannas of podcasting <laughs> I and you know have what' trouble getting that out <laughs> every week I
1: doubt us I think oh man we, what are we gonna be positive about now and then somehow we managed to do it and, and, and we do. You, you really you really uh you really did a great job on that and I gotta say I think the pitch is ready I think the pitch is ready I'm glad oh, we do you? Okay. I'm glad we worked it out was, no notes no notes okay <laughs> yeah, look I think I think you figured it out that the music was, look just you know the the yeah I
0: I, I think just for tonally that makes more sense uh yep. than yeah okay OK, yeah, no, think, we don't have the, we don't have the rights to use the mini hill theme. So, yeah, so not, was,
1: I couldn't think of the name off. of it. Like, yeah, that was a, that was a Jackety really sacks. good cheap knockoff. Yeah, yeah. Good job.
0: <laughs> this episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tapes impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne. Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu.
1: Good job. We're not paying any royalties. Uh, no. Here, So here's here's the other way that I'm trying to be positive is when we first started this podcast and really throughout the entire run of it, I've been trying to find ways that we can get to know this team, not just for what they do on the field, not just for their football prow- prowess, if you will. And I had a thought. The I was trying to remember when this came up but i was noticed it was after tyler, tyler higby scored a touchdown he's one of our favorite tight ends we love him and we have we love bens Skoranek. and i noticed a it, uh, tyler higby's huge guns but b that he had a big big old tattoo on his arm uh, yeah. a, and it was a cross and you know a cross isn't no knock on a cross tattoo it's just not the it's not like it stands out as a super original tattoo but i was it got me thinking about tattoos of Rams players, and that is what I am here to quiz you on today, Larry. Ooh, I'm gonna I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, body ink, body marking, permanent markage on Rams players' bodies, and I have three questions for you to see whether or not you have any clue about uh, about this particular topic. How are you feeling Bring about it? it? Bring it. I, I, I,
0: I, I'm not going to know any of these, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I, I can't tell you even off the top of my head if I've noticed any prominent tattoos on anyone uh, yeah. on the Rams team. Oh, uh, good. So you, you noticed the cross on Higby. Uh, yeah. I did, I have not seen that. So yeah, let's see what happens.
1: The cross is what brought it together. And since Tyler Higby is what uh, prompted this, I do have a question uh, about one of his tattoos. This is not, this tattoo I'm about to describe is actually on the underside of his arm. So it's not visible unless his arms were up in the air. And mm. what it is, is it's the outline of a state, a U.S. state that's filled in with a scene of a sunset and palm trees. It's a very beautiful tattoo. It's got a sunset and a palm tree inside of the outline of this state. Which state is it? You have four options here. Which state is it? Is it A. Hawaii, B. California, C. Florida, or D. Connecticut?
0: Well, okay. Connecticut, not big on palm trees, and and certainly sometime of the year it's got sunshine, so I'm going to rule that one out. Uh, Florida would work. California would work. Hawaii would work. I don't know off the top of my head. I feel certain if I knew where he went to college. That doesn't necessarily mean where he grew up. Uh, It's very possible that since he became a ram, he decided to really kind of uh, embrace the, the California aspect of his life but I'm gonna I'm gonna just kind of make a random guess okay. and I'm gonna say Florida I, I think that uh, a tattoo with palm trees and uh, you said a sunset right yeah that's right uh, a tattoo with palm trees and a sunset feels very Florida to me Um is there an alligator or any sort of reptile on the tattoo uh, <laughs> that you can tell me?
1: No alligator. There was no Florida man. I'll tell you that. Florida man was right. not tattooed on this. But uh, yes, yeah, sunset and palm trees. I think if you're a native
0: of Hawaii or California, you, you really don't need to promote your state that way. <laughs> uh, Florida, on the other hand, you're just, you think differently. I'm going to say Florida.
1: Great logic, Larry Morgan. Yeah, Great logic. Very, you know, and it's f- Clearwater, Florida, is where he is born and raised. And um, of course, it is. You know, I was—I'll admit when I when this image popped up, I was mildly like disappointed. I it made me, you know, Florida doesn't have the best reputation, and it made me think, uh, do I need to think less of Tyler Higby? But the answer is no, <laughs> I do not. I do not because I don't judge people just based on where they're from. And if he loves his state, then gosh dang it, I'm glad that he's showing it off with so much pride, and it's a beautiful tattoo. So right. Uh, I mean, he could have
0: gone so many different directions. He could have gone, uh, you know, a drunk man uh, on a driving driving lawnmower being chased by a crocodile. And he went with a a beautiful scene. So we don't we don't necessarily know what all his tattoos are. So we haven't seen. The other arm, right?
1: Tyler Higby does listen to this podcast, and hopefully, he just heard that suggestion, and and it'll show up on his body soon because that is a brilliant idea. Got I do know, left. I do know, he has a lion tattoo on his chest, and he has, uh, and he has uh, some kind of bird flying near this Florida tattoo. I don't know what they symbolize <laughs> because I didn't do that deep of a dive, but they are beautiful tattoos. <laughs> right. uh, here is your next question, Larry. Um, of these four Ram superstar players that I'm about to name, these are Ram superstar players. Only one of them actually has A or multiple tattoos. Only one is actually tattooed of these four. Which one is it? Is it A, Aaron Donald, B, Mm. Cooper Cup, C, Mm. Matthew Stafford, D, Jalen Ramsey? Which one actually has a tattoo?
0: Um, Aaron Donald, I think, definitely has tattoos. Jalen Ramsey, I believe, has tattoos. I think I've seen him inked up, even though I can't necessarily say i've seen anything specific cooper cup younger guy i feel like there's something going on i'm sure he wanted to kind of uh, i'm gonna say matthew stafford i i I unfortunately the question
1: is which one of these does have tattoos so three of these players do not only one of them does Oh,
0: I, yeah. I totally, I totally, you threw me off there. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So it's, a, so it's a reversal of what you're thinking. So it sounds like you're oh, going to eliminate one Matthew of Stafford right off only the bat. Only one of them. Yeah. Stafford's out. Yeah. Uh, um, oh. Donald, Cup, Ramsey is what you have left. I'm going to say
0: uh, Aaron Donald.
1: You say Aaron Donald is the one who has tattoos. No,
0: I'm gonna say Jalen Ramsey. I switch,
1: switching it up last minute. Jalen Ramsey, yeah. is it locked in? Yes. You got nah, it. Nice I last it. minute switch. And that is the exact reason that I that I put the first of all, I thought for sure ah, wow, Cooper Cup had off. one. I, I,
0: I, 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 I thought so too. I thought at least he'd had he'd have like a I don't know, something manly, something, you know Totally. Like, yeah,
1: and when I and I've seen many pictures of Aaron Donald with his shirt off, not necessarily because I was searching, just because he should be seen with his shirt off in any case yes. possible. And I could have sworn there were tattoos everywhere, but no, I think it's just no. something that I implanted in my own head.
0: No, I did. Well, that's when I was second guessing a little bit because I feel like I have seen Jalen Ramsey with some ink on him, but um, yeah. And so, uh, I, but I, then I th- thought twice. I don't know that, that seemed like a trick question because you're (laughs) sneaky, but uh, ultimately with my, with my kind of first gut, although, wow, that's, that's surprising to me that, uh, you know, this day and age, it's usually more often players do have them than I know. don't. So that's that's a that's wild selection of people who don't.
1: That, I was very but, surprised. Now, here's what I will say. As I researched this as much as I possibly could, I did not actually find any nude photos of these men. I looked. I looked. Believe you me, I looked. But I did not inspect every inch of these human beings' bodies. So there could be a chance that I'm a liar and that Donald Cup or Stafford have some sort of small tattoo in a more hidden place. But,
0: but there's no written record anywhere. Exactly. Exactly. Nothing. Nothing
1: tattoo. on the internet. Nothing. Nothing that I could find that said, "Here's their tattoos." Uh, Jalen Ramsey has sleeves on both arms. He has Child of God across his back, so he is pretty tatted up. Yeah. And for the record, there is a tattoo artist named Matt Stafford in Traverse City, Michigan. So, uh, oh. m- you know, maybe, maybe the, I don't know that from Michigan. Maybe he's a Lions fan. Maybe there's some. Uh, there's got to be some deeper connection there. But <laughs> fun fact.
0: <laughs> wow. Boy, you did, you, you, you oh, say you didn't do... Uh, you you <laughs> dive deeper than you're giving yourself credit <laughs> right. for, I think, Kevin. You're Good right, Lord. Especially right. when I
1: when I typed each of those players' name in, followed by the word nude. That was the deepest dive that I did. Uh, the yeah. last question... <laughs> wasn't you. on
0: the company computer, was it? You <laughs> yeah. did that at home, right? That
1: is why I got fired. Now I understand. That is why I got fired. Uh, <laughs> this, this has to do with a former Rams player. I don't expect you to know this Rams player's name, but it, it is heavy in the tattoo news world. This is former... <laughs> Former Rams player Ethan Westbrook. He played for the Rams from 2014 to 2018, so he had a uh, you know a couple years in the LA Rams organization, uh, and and then with St. Louis, of course. Former Rams player Ethan Westbrook has a face tattoo. What is the reason that he got this face tattoo? There's a very specific reason that he gave. What is that reason? Is it <laughs> a to cover up a scar? B to intimidate opponents. C, Ooh. to scare his nieces, or D, to keep him from getting a real job.
0: Man, those are all good choices. <laughs> I uh, Is it possible that all four are correct? <laughs> um, I'll tell you uh, no, you but, know, but that would
1: be amazing.
0: That would be amazing. I mean, I do think it's kind of an extreme move, but I do think that there are people who get face tattoos because of scarring or some sort of disfigurement and they and they're and they're looking to alter their face for you know uh, just for their own self-esteem uh i also this th- uh, intimidating players that's that's a that's a big swing I, I i it sounds like something out of a movie not out of real life <laughs> scare your nieces that just sounds mean or <laughs> or or it's a joke um and i forgot what the fourth one. Fourth was. one is to keep, um, to keep him from getting a real job keep him from getting a real job um Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna say to hide a scar. Uh, I, I, it seems like the most reasonable one. I am not saying the correct answer is going to be in any way reasonable because <laughs> <laughs> because people do some dumb stuff uh, or just make choices. People make choices. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I'm gonna say uh, the scar. It's up well,
1: the scar, Larry. You're you're wrong on the choice, oh. but you are correct on the people do dumb stuff. And I would file this in this category. <laughs> Though I mean, you know, to each their own. He sure. literally did it. To keep him from getting a real job. That was the reason that he gave. He (laughs) had just quit his job at Toys R Us in Sacramento. He was playing for Sacramento City Junior College. And he wanted to remind himself that I never want to work a real job again, and if I get a face tattoo, then I'm definitely going to go for my dream of the NFL. So it was a motivational tool to go for, and there's a quote of him saying it. I don't have to read it. I just summed it up for you, but that's what he said. It's a face tattoo of the um, laugh now, cry later with the comedy and tragedy mask. It's just below his left eye. So. Uh, you know he said he doesn't regret it that was back in 2014 um he it's now 2022 he is still playing in i forget the league but he's playing in the is it the USFL uh something like that he's no longer in the NFL so he well, is still he definitely <laughs> he's getting paid to play football still but yeah uh, I don't know if it's. He may need to start putting a suit and tie on and putting a band aid over that tattoo pretty soon. I don't know. Ah,
0: uh, yeah. I mean, he's definitely not got a real job right now. Uh, playing for the yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. um, but yeah, oh well, God bless him. Uh, I mean, yeah. I I guess whatever it takes. T- you know, it, it's like that old story about you know Jim Carrey wrote a. a fake check to himself for a million dollars as motivation to try and get that one day and stuffed it in his wallet. That's That's one way. That's a way to motivate yourself without having to actually permanently disfigure your, your front facing, uh, visage to the world. Uh, but Hey, you know, um, to each their yeah, own, right? Sp- whatever, whatever motivational tool you need.
1: Yeah. And he, he did make it, passion. did make it to the NFL. So you can't, you can't knock him for that. And, uh, you know, yeah. to each their own. I mean, look, I, this comes from a guy who has a permanent, uh, a permanent bushy mustache on his face and goes around with this every day. So, and it's not a motivational tool. It's just because I, I'm desperate for attention, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. It's very different deep seated issues there uh, exactly. for you, Kevin, but Hey, we exactly. all look, we all got our stuff. We all that, got that's our okay. stuff. and, and, and. It's very, very fetching. I think it's, it's oh, great quite word. Thank you,
1: thank you for Absolutely. that choice of words. Yes, yeah. Well, well, um, yeah. Le- less than fetching is the Rams' current record, but it is more fetching than than uh, the worst teams in history, which we learned. And we will see if uh, if they can improve their record this Sunday. They're playing the Seahawks, who are now, I believe, the second place team in our division. And i I, I hope we win. I hope we win is is my assessment. <laughs> um are we playing
0: the Seahawks this week yes that's yeah. right yeah yeah it's, uh oh god that's right because it's a uh it's a very quick turnaround because then uh we play the lowly Raiders that's uh, right we right play the Thursday that.
1: night game yes exactly so so uh very quick turnaround between Seahawks and Raiders oh boy I yeah I mean look I, I when, we, when we're talking about the Raiders game, I'm gonna have my fingers crossed that we're gonna win that game. Seahawks, I really don't know. And and like I sort of said at the, I said at the beginning of this uh, episode, it uh, Aaron Donald for sure is gonna be sitting Sunday. It sounds like he had a high ankle sprain. But there is talks about whether Sta- whether whether Stafford, Donald, Cooper Cup, even if they are healthy, whether they're worth playing at this point. Just I mean, why risk the yeah. injury?
0: You know. When you're three and eight, and you've got even—I uh, mean, if, if if we were over five hundred right now, and and really. You know, working to try and get a playoff spot, you'd probably go ahead and put guys in there, even banged up. But if you get a chance to rest them and maybe, as we've talked about, finish the season with some momentum so you have something going into next year. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, you know, uh, there's no guarantee we're going to recognize many of the names of anybody playing (laughs) (laughs) this Sunday. So it might be a little like this. Yeah. yeah, a Who's lot that of that. Guy? Who's that dude?
1: And I'm just it, picturing it, chaotic running around in circles on the field too yeah. as that music is playing. Did <laughs> did that guy run off the
0: out of the stands or is he an actual player? What what's happening down there? <laughs> so it might might be that kind of game.
1: I, you know what? that sounds like entertainment to me, and I will be watching uh, aboard this bandwagon. <laughs> and i'm I'm very much looking forward. And we'll be here to talk about whether it's complete chaos or or something that was miraculously well put together, regardless of the situation. We'll be here uh, post game on Sunday, uh, telling you all about it and sharing our thoughts and 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 still being the the Pollyanna podcasters of uh, the Pollyannas of podcasters that we are. <laughs>
0: Indeed. So thank you for joining us and uh, feel free to come on back. Go ahead and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. We appreciate you being on the bandwagon with us. If you have any nice things to say at all about us, uh, that would be surprising, but uh, please (laughs) share them. Uh, You can review us and rate us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, We're always free for you on the Odyssey app. So go ahead and download uh, download that to your smartphone. And as Kevin said, we'll be here post game on Sunday to uh either be continuing to lick our wounds or maybe just finding some bright spots with <laughs> the uh ram scrubs who come out and uh are doing the best they can.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, t- t- hey, you know what Larry bloody. take us out with that with that uh, ram scrub music and we'll and we'll see it we'll see you in a few days, right? In the All meantime right, everybody, ladies and gentlemen,
0: let me introduce your 2022 <laughs> Rams. <laughs> Woo! Starting at quarterback, that guy. Uh, Filling in at left tackle, uh, big dude right there. There he Uh, is. We're going to call you Big Dude. Big Dude.
1: Welcome to the bandwagon. He's Larry and I'm Kevin. Welcome to the bandwagon.